Welcome to Peep This Dough, a show where three guys casually talk about all things things. To the comeback tour. I know. Welcome back. Welcome back. Cheers. Fucking cold. <laughs> Are we ready? We're live. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it live. Let's see how back. see how tall my lines are. Yes. Yeah, so see how weak your I lines are. Why? Is Speak that up. mine? Is that mine? Wait. But what I'm are you not, doing? Why do I have to yell? Doss at the bottom. Dana's in the middle. I'm at the top. Oh, okay. So mine is registering. Keep up. Mine is registering fine. Keep up. But you have such a husky voice. Well, get in there. Just I don't have a husky voice. I bring very, it from the diaphragm. <laughs> I have a very dainty voice. <laughs> oh, there, there it goes. There it goes. Okay. I don't feel like doing that, though. The closer you put it to your mouth. Mm. Yep. Go ahead. Finish that the statement. The better the results will be. That's what I've heard before. <laughs> now smack your face with it, Dana. <laughs> I've told that to many people. Yeah. <laughs> Probably worked out well for you. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to do headphones. I'm going to go... Old school? You sure? Free, free ball it today? Free ball it. Okay. All right. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> Officially. We took a break. We did. The band broke up. We did. Small hiatus. We tried to do some solo albums, but didn't now we're getting out. the band back together. Yes. Yeah. Didn't work out too well for us. Didn't, didn't. work out well. Nope. We're, we're just, now we're back in the studio, back in the choreography booth. Nope. Is, do you choreograph in a booth? You can. You can choreograph in a we're booth. In the, we're in the choreography booth, getting ready for our spring tour. <laughs> okay, I guess that's a th- choreography booth. I'm yeah, still going to be sure. the dude in the back with the cane. That just, While y'all are dancing, so, so, you just, <laughs> will you just mumble words from time yeah. to time, baby? Baby. <laughs> Actually, funny enough, I just saw Boys to Men for the first time ever live. Really? Where? Uh, they were at the nine thirty club um, last Wednesday. They were doing an event. Uh, the RIAA was doing like their cha- charity event, oh, and yeah, Boys yeah. to Men performed. And so I went. I was like, ah, you know, no like major expectations. I've liked them, but I'm not a huge fan. And then they performed, and I was like. Holy shit. Like, I didn't realize how good they are. They play instruments. I didn't know that. They did covers of, they did like a Bruno Mars cover. They did a Lenny Kravitz cover. Like, high energy. Like, it was actually very entertaining. It was Boys to Men, Boys to Men? Yeah. It's just three of them now. Yeah. Men men to men. Men to men. It was just, it's just three of them now. But, um, yeah, the shit was dope. What happened to the other guy? He like he left the group, right? Yeah, I don't remember what his reasoning was. I don't think it was like a real reason. I think he was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Y'all That's the dude I'm going to be, the one that left with the cane and the, yeah. and the, yes. with the tweed boys. jacket. <laughs> That'll be you. Everybody else got cut off sweaters on and he's wearing a tweed jacket. <laughs> called a crop top. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't think I rock that look, white t-shirt. Okay. Yes. With a cut off, not a cut off, but like a sweater vest, but like not like buttons, but like a proper sewn a proper sweater, sweater vest that was sh- sleeveless. Wait, that you were going to wear that now or that you did no, wear that? I did wear that. Who did it? Everybody, wear that? Yeah, everybody, like yeah. Sweaters, with, yeah. with a pair of Tim's. That's pair definitely how I wore yeah, mine. Baggy khakis. Baggy, jeans, yeah. baggy yeah. jeans, a denim jacket that was also baggy because everything was baggy. That was dressed and up. And Tim's, yeah. That was like, that was right, the, people would be like, you look, you look nice today. That was the epitome of the layering days. 
where everything was baggy, oh, yeah. but everything was kind of the same size. So if you close your jacket up, you didn't know you had eight shirts on. Right. No, but it was like the big reveal. Like when I take off this jacket, I got on a hoodie. Yep. I got on a plaid button down and then I got on a tee. Yeah. And it's all just fashion. Dude, we had our uh, company holiday party and my one of my dudes at work, he rocked the Snoop to the holiday party, which is flannel on flannel, gold chain over the bottom flannel. That sounds like something wow. I would do. Flannel buttoned up all the way, right. gold chain around the collar. Yep. And then another flannel on top, different color. I, I might like that. Was How that red and blue? Look, did it look dope? dope? It looked I know dope. it looked dope. Was it like red and blue or what? What were the colors? Yeah. Give me a No, it was red and green. Christmas. It was oh, like Christmas. Wait, like so that. they were both red and green, but different? No, the, I think the inside one was green and the outside one was like a red buffalo plaid like that. Oh, snap. Oh, I'm All right. I'm going to think about that for later we, we saw Snoop do Him and I would see Snoop do it on shit. Like, I was like, man, I wish I could pull that off. And he rocked up. He was like, I'm doing it. I'm just doing it. Wow. And he went for it. And it looked good. And it worked. And everyone else had fucking suits on. And he's wearing flannel on flannel with a gold chain rocking Wait, why out. Why are people wearing suits? Where did y'all have? Where was where the party? Was your holiday party? Well, here's the thing. Our agency is very casual. Like, I wear yeah. Jordans and hoodies to work. Right. So holiday party, people want to dress up. Oh, I guess It's like you. the opposite. Oh. People, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess. No, that makes sense. I feel like my last holiday party, people were like super, they were like, it's going to be like black tie-ish. And I was yeah, like. It's cocktail attire. I'm like, But I like to wear jeans and sneakers it was, to work. It was fancy, though. It was uh, Osteria Marini in uh, the Wharf. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's, those are all words, right? That are yeah. that can go together. I think yeah. it, means, it means something to someone. It sounds familiar. It's It was fancy and it was bomb. It was good. Wow. And it was all open. Everything, food just flowing. They were handing out little mini pasta dishes as appetizers. That's always pizzas, nice. Pizzas, and it was great. And towards the end of the party, our office, like our executive manager, office manager, knows that we all get go get Jumbo Slice or go get McDonald's because it's been so long, like long night of drinking. Right, yeah, right. yeah. So at the very end, the last 45 minutes, she had them bring out pizza and Shut mini up. mini cheeseburgers so we could just eat it there and just drink longer. It was it was. That's was pretty well done. awesome. Wow, that's pretty cool. That's very well thought out. It was out. good. It was, it was one of those holiday parties where I was like, damn, this is like... Legit. This is thought out from like a street level. Right. Like not, yes. not from like a management level, no, but like yeah. from the trenches. Like, when do we cut everything off? When can we start shuffling right. people out? This is like, all right, let's make sure everybody has a really good night and yep. goes home. Yep. Maybe she started off at the bottom and rose to the top and she understands. Yeah, she's good. She's really good at her job. She is. That's awesome. I'm just going to organize my holiday party next year. I didn't have one. Shout out to Leanne. She's she's pretty good at that job. Or the big bird. I didn't go this year because I quit my job. So I didn't I didn't go to my holiday party. <laughs> I didn't have a holiday party this year. So, I started a new job. I'm not unemployed. So you had less awkwardness during the holidays. Absolutely. Yeah. It was amazing. So 25% less awkwardness because yes. you didn't go to your holiday party. Because going to those things, like, first of all, our company got bought like two, or the old company I was at got bought like two years ago. So it's a bunch of people that I don't. No. Oh wow. You walk in there the the last holiday party that I went to, they're like, I didn't know half the people. And so people look at you like, who is this new person? I'm not new. I've been here for almost three years. Very well <laughs> <laughs> That basically was the vibe last year. Wow. But um yeah, so no awkwardness this year. So yeah, I was actually cool with that. It was fine. I uh, missed I mean, it. I missed it like I think actually the weekend they had it, I was just like, Oh, I got plans that weekend. I'm gonna be in New York and I just didn't go. So I have this thing, I don't feel like Holiday parties should be on the weekend. I know that's terrible, but I just... Don't. No, I like Friday night parties. 
Yeah, I can see it. Because you most. go to work, you're, it's all like you're buzzing because there's a party. Right. right. You leave a little early, you go home, and you then you can freshen change, up and, and you come you back. Go. Yeah. Right. That's the way it I should be. I think that's the way it should be. Yeah, it's true. It's like, the most of Friday, definitely not a Saturday. Remember at our old place, they'd have it on a Thursday, Thursday. and people would come in wrecked on Fridays. Why would they do that? Like, why on a <laughs> Well, Thursday they immediately night? changed it. Like, they did it one Terrible year, idea. and the next year no, they did it on a Friday. No, they did it on a Friday. My last year, they did it on a Friday. Really? Yeah. I probably didn't go. No, you were there. No, we did right. the rooms. They did do it on Friday. Cause the, and then they were like ripping people on Thursday because we had this big all hands first oh. thing Friday morning, right? Yeah. And people would just be like out of it. And like the head guy. I was out of it. Would like be pissed. And when he see some like people like sleeping and like out of it, he'd be like so pissed. But I was like. What do you expect? What do you expect? It's your fault. That are, dude was so good at his job, though. What are your he was so good at, at 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 like glad handing and knowing people's shit. Like it was kind of scary because I I remember talking to him at the holiday party literally for thirty minutes. I mean thirty seconds about some about oh thanks we had Thanksgiving at our house and we were like I was saying that as an adult nobody tells you that when you host Thanksgiving you need tons of serving spoons because we didn't have any serving spoons. Yeah. Right? He remembered the next day I saw him at that meeting, and he was like, "Yeah, man, hope you sorted that serving spoon issue out." And I was like, "Damn, dude, how, you like, probably how, talked to yeah. like two hundred people last night." Literally, right. how did he remember that about you? And remember that one—that probably that night is the night that he flew back from London to just come to that party. Yeah, and he just stood there, and because people basically tried to kiss the ring, we right? called it kissing the ring. Kissing we're, like, the ring. we're like, let's get in line early to kiss the ring so we can get hammered, right? <laughs> And he would just sit there the whole night and be terrible. forced to talk to people all night, basically. But, I mean, he makes a few million, so I'm not. I mean, upset. he's the CMO of a multi billion dollar corporation. Oh, I think mean, he's, he's going to be he's all right. Like, he'll yeah, be fine. yeah he'll he's fine. I mean, he's, basically, he's basically like a low key politician at that point. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. And he uses those political tap. Like, you remember, I'm sure he does crazy association to games. Like and yeah, stuff. yeah. Um, what I was going to ask is what are your thoughts about getting drunk at your holiday party? What are the rules? I've never not gotten drunk at a holiday party. <laughs> Open bar. I'm. F- I only got one speed, and my coworkers need to know that. But <laughs> <laughs> I guess my question is like, do you? Okay, I guess <clears throat> thinking about people that have gotten drunk at holiday parties and embarrassed themselves. So I'm just kind of like, is there a threshold? Like, is there, there is a there is, is there a, a limit where you like, I get but so drunk at my work function because I know when I like. Like, for me, I definitely know when I need to stop. I'm like, okay, one more drink, and I'm going to show my ass. And, like, yeah, yeah. I'm probably going to have the best time of the night. But then on Monday, I was going to be like, hey, you were killing on the dance floor <laughs> yeah. the weekend. And I'm like, ah, I don't think I want to be that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. There's definitely a fine line. I also can – I'm okay, it's not as fair because I can drink a lot, and it doesn't show, and I don't act up. But I usually try to leave when I feel that coming. I usually yeah. like roll out at that point. Like, all right, it's time to either go to the next spot or whatever, go home, whatever it is. Right. We had, yeah. We had, I'm so sorry. We had um a few, before you even got there, they used to have parties in the building. And we, had, I remember there was a Cinco de Mayo party and then it was this Halloween party. And that one Halloween party there were people, I, I'm not going to say their name, but... They, Swinging off the rafters? Dude, they were, like, crawling on the floor. <laughs> oh, my God. And, That's embarrassing. You're and this person you're ran... The, and you're at work. She ran... She was, like, a VP of marketing for a major network. Oh, my God. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, so it was kind of crazy, you know, so... Oh, and she had a rep, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. 
I don't. I mean, I guess I don't understand both things. Like, I don't understand getting that wasted at a holiday party that like you embarrass yourself. Well, you're an alcohol. You're literally an alcoholic, that, right? Now, what I did, I'll be honest. <laughs> for my last holiday party, I got super high, and I was like, "I'll be fine. I'll show up. No one will even know." And so I was like, "Leave my apartment." I called the Uber, and I caught myself in the mirror, and I was like, "Holy shit, I looked stoned." So I was like, "I'll give it 15 minutes." I showed up, and I saw my manager first, and I was like, "It's gonna be fine." He's like, "Are you?" Are you are you all right? And I was like, "What's wrong?" He's like, "Your eyes are a little glossy." And I was like, "Shit, you can tell." <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, you didn't think you could tell?" I was like, "Well, I gave myself an extra twenty minutes to see if it would clear up." He's like, "Well, I can tell you didn't clear up." <laughs> I would have been like, mm, "Allergies, ragweed." Oh, he knew already that I was like a stoner. <laughs> but for me, I think that's also was my like that was my way to avoid getting wasted at the party, right? Because then I'm like, I knew it was going to be awkward, and I'm like, I know if I'm not high and I show up, I'm just going to continue to drink to get wasted. But I also don't want to be that person who is either throwing up or slept with somebody <laughs> random because I've heard of that many times. I was at a job years ago. I remember we were leaving and this girl was so drunk and she was just hanging all over this guy and was like, do you want to go upstairs? I have a room. And I was like, Ooh. tone it on. Like, first of all, you look Yikes. like you, you can barely do anything. Yeah. And like, this sounds like a setup. Yeah. So I just wonder. But I mean, I definitely my rule is I always I don't have a drink minimum rule, but I just know when I'm like. All right, time to tap out. There was, so one of my first jobs, well, my first job out of college, I worked at this massive law firm, and it was big, big, giant law, civil suit corporation, like big machine, big partners, big wigs, big money. Parties were like at the Willard or at like the National Press Club, like big, big money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wives weren't invited. No plus ones. Just employees. Because they were huh. like, well, we really want you guys to kind of like bond, hang out with yourself. So I was like, that sounds like bullshit. So I dug a little deeper. Early days, 70s and 80s, the partners were all banging their secretaries. So when the wives would come, Shocking. there was drama. Like there was like physical fights. So they wow. said employees only. That's terrible. That's crazy. <laughs> so when that happens, people let loose because it's like, oh, well, we work together in a pretty stressful right intense environment so let's when we're when we're drinking together we're, they're all drinking together so it's just like let's have fun let's hang out and yeah. we're now so in people, this event with just each other yeah and people would get ripped like like a lot of my really close friends today are from that job like that we're all still really good friends because we it was like three years of just navigating life like and it was your first in our job, 20s right? yeah we're like, in our 20s I feel like those jobs you make yeah. a lot of solid friends we became for life. humans together right yeah. we, were, we were like these grubs that were in college and now we're humans so definitely dudes there was a, there's a lot of stories that came out of those holiday parties but <laughs> one dude having he was the head of it for the entire firm so he was like a director level mm -hmm. they found him in the lobby of the office building just passed out by the elevators in the morning never went home because he was so hammered wow. jeez well so i i had a job where one time <laughs> i went to a holiday party and after the holiday party the thing was just like okay the holiday party's done let's all go hang out let's hang out and basically my my manager um Offered me coke. <laughs> oh my god, that's scary. And I was like, this is awkward because like, and I was really young. I was like, I this was, is when you were worked at Studio Fifty Four. Yes, back in the day, I was like, what is coke? You were trying to go from a busboy to a server. Okay, right, and I was like, they were like, do this coke. I was like, what is coke? 
But it was like, it, it caught me off guard because I'm like, it's a fucking holiday party. Everybody's hanging out, having a good time. Like, what do I do? But I and like, you don't want to be the herb that doesn't do it. No. Because you're young, so that's how you think so when like, you're young. I'm like, I'm supposed to be cool, right? What do yeah. I do? As an adult, you're like, nah. I'm good, not tonight, but as a kid, like your age, you're like what, like you're, you're like, oh, off shit, guard. I don't want like, shit. Like I don't like. Yeah. Am I a loser if I don't do coke? But like, I was also like, I'm not putting no shit up my nose. But you are a loser if you don't do coke. So for the record, you're a loser because coke is amazing. Really? Not that I've ever done it, but that's just what I've heard. Right. Well, I'm sure if, if I from your manager, I'm sure if I would have tried, <laughs> if I would have tried it that night. Then I probably would like have a better story. That's why nobody knew who you were after three years working at that at that place. <laughs> oh, there's that guy that won't do coke at a party. That, that's, look, I quit shortly thereafter. I was like, I don't want to be known as the la- as the lameo that didn't do coke. No. I just thought it was weird, but I also was like, well, we were too poor to do coke, so that wasn't even a thing for us in our twenties. But like getting it, I don't. I just didn't even know how to like respond. It was yeah, very interesting. I, it's coke. it's a weird proposition, right? Like I it I've is. been in situations. Where that happens, right? Like you're out with coworkers and they get too hammered and they weird propositions come up. Like, come back to my place or let's keep drinking at my house. Yes. I'm okay with going from a company party to one other external location, but I try not to go to a second location. Yeah. Because that's going to be like bottom of the barrel crowd. That's like, the that's the people that really want to get crazy. That's the people that, are, that hate their lives or don't want to go home because right. of whatever reason. Yeah. And those are the ones that are going to get you in trouble because they're going to do stupid shit. They're down to clown. And I used to be me and my crew. We were the ones that wouldn't stop. So I know exactly what that means. So like this year I went with Amanda uh, and she, we went to, we went to Sully's afterwards because for some reason everyone's like, no, where should we go? I was like, I don't know. Sully's. They're like, oh yeah, let's go to Sully's. And everybody went to Sully's and I, we got in there. Everybody was ripped. Like we were. Every, it was open bar for like four hours. Oh, so People were ripped, right? So we walk in there, and I—I I mean, I go there a lot, so I know the bartenders. Like I'm, I'm friendly with them. I'm Local like, town. I'm drunk. like, guys, I brought my coworkers here. They're gonna get ripped, and I ordered a round of something, like three shots, a couple beers, and I had a little bit. And Amanda was like, "The Uber's on its way." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, she shut it, and down. I was like, "Good call." <laughs> and I just walked out, didn't say bye, didn't uh-huh. pay my tab. That's the way to do it. Didn't do anything. And the next day, we were at this other bar having brunch, and the bartender that was working the bar was at that bar having brunch as well. And I didn't recognize her at first because you know it's, it's like seeing your teacher out of school, right? right? It's awkward. You could like, be I, like, oh, I, d- I just never have seen her unless she's behind the bar, right? Like, and she's like done up for like. For work. Saturday yeah. night, Friday night service. And she's like, no. I was like, oh, God. Fuck. And I was like, fuck. I don't want to go over there. I didn't pay my tab last night. I just walked out. I didn't say bye to anybody. Mm-hmm. And we went over there. I, I went over there and talked to her. She's like, dude, your coworkers were hilarious. They were so hammered. He said, she was like, there was two fights. And they spent a fortune and they tipped. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> You're like, nothing about my bar tab. And she, I was like, well, did, I closed my tab out, right? Like, I was like. She goes, yeah, I don't, I don't care. She's like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you're walking over all stressed out, sweaty, like, hey, so good to see you. Uh, yeah. Before we get to it, did I close out? Just in case that's going to be a thing. She was like, you, you financed my chip trip to. Yeah, dude. They, I mean, my coworkers were ready to get rowdy. I feel like a lot of times when you're in those corporate jobs, like, you don't realize it when you're working with them day in and day out. I feel like the three of us are pretty social and we've had, like, some fun moments. We've had, yeah. we've had fun lives. And so, like. 
staying out at this point in our lives to like four or five in the morning or whatever time with our coworkers is just not it's not the vibe, right? We're like well, if we were with our friends, maybe you'd stay out later, but with work I'm like, okay, when I'm drunk, like I'm gonna dip out. Also, I'm like we're also at an age where we're like pseudo middle to upper management. So it's also yes. weird. Like, yeah. like the people that go to the third location are usually like twenty three year olds who are just getting rowdy and doing coke and whatever and banging each other. I don't want to be there for any of that. No, no, that's a shit show. I look. I oh, I remember. I it remember was great when we were in our twenties. It was actually hysterical and fun. I remember there were main days we'd end up at fucking Ben's Chili Bowl. Yeah, wasted, looking crazy. Yeah, but am I doing that now? No, no. man. Also, social Ooh. media. So no thanks. Well, yeah, my phone doesn't come out of my pocket for <laughs> also those. So that part. <laughs> oh, at my work holiday parties, I'm like, oh no, no, I'm good. If you look at me at any holiday party picture, I'm just like a. I'm like. I'm like. Bigfoot. I'm just like this blurry figure because I keep moving. <laughs> so I don't want to. I don't want my soul to get captured in those photos. <laughs> in those moments, that's for life. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have no stories about holiday. Yeah, parties? but you're out in them streets. You just do it on a low low. That's true. right. You're not doing it at work. We're doing <laughs> it at yeah, work. You or keep done you, it at work. You I keep work and uh, play very separate. I do keep working places. I think that's important. At my new, at, so I recently started a new job. Okay, which we talked about. And well, we gotta we gotta do the anthology of all of our. New I know we gotta do like yeah we'll do updates hashtag team, yeah we'll do updates. Team updates yeah yeah <clears throat> but like my team is definitely a little bit younger than uh, a little bit younger than me my age is you know my industry age is uh, thirty two yeah but you look you look twelve younger now because you're ethnic right and so they think I'm their age yeah. right I don't know why you looked older when you were blonde you look younger now did I yeah. yeah. The funny thing is, <laughs> not like in a way no, like that. No, 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 in a, in a way, that's a thing. But it's so funny because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I saw your picture Trash. on Instagram from this weekend. I was like, damn, he looks ethnic as fuck. The funny thing oh, is, oh, El Debarge. Look, the, I, so I went blonde for a moment, and I think in case no one else out there listening knows, and I'm back to my roots. But Literally. um, but um, <laughs> but no. Be- <laughs> It's hysterical. <laughs> I went on vacation before I started the new year. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, I went to St. Lucia Martinique, very rich and like adult trip. I didn't spend that much, mm-hmm. but it sounds very rich. But so my mom was like, your trip looked amazing. She's like, it looked like it took 10 years off of your life. And I was like, did I look that bad? She's like, I'm just saying you look a lot better. These <laughs> yes! let's just, let's just, Okay, let me, let me break this down to Rodney, you. Can you explain it to okay. me? So when you were blonde, you had that like... Breakup, Frank Ocean. If you had an album that came out, it would be a lot of 808s, a lot of deep bass, a lot of slow driving rhythms. Okay, yeah, I could see now that. you look like your album would just have straight up trumpets in the background. Yeah, and like air horns and okay. like I don't know why. It just you just I mean, look maybe because maybe because of the vacation. I think maybe because vacation, it's a new gig. It could I, be a lot of things. I think, yeah. I think like 2020 has been a very fresh start for me. Um, with the new gig. Getting rid of the blonde hair, um, uh, a slight uh, breakup. <laughs> yeah, you also <laughs> look. Like, you also look more fit. Like you look. You look more. I definitely been eating. A, I've been trying to go a little bit more vegan mm-hmm. uh, with my diet. So just like definitely just trying to like be like. Don't push. Don't push your vegan agenda on our listeners. I'm not pro- <laughs> hey, 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 hey! I'm not promoting it. I still like butter. I like chocolate. I eat eggs. <laughs> Cheese is on my, you know, yeah. every now and again list. So, like, everybody okay. calm down. But um, but you look more fit. You look you do look younger and, and more rejuvenated. I'll take that. Yeah. Like, I'll rock with that. 
Um, Because, yeah, I told a coworker my age, and she was like, no way. And I'm like, I think I definitely do it more as a joke when I'm like, how old do you think I am? I just think it's fucking fun to say. Like, tell me I look 28, Mm -hmm. 10 years off. Yeah. yeah, Nine. Nine. Nine nine years off. I don't get that. You don't get what you don't get what for yourself. I don't get younger ages for for my age. I get older ages for my. I always age. thought you always skew younger to me. I feel like now you probably would get younger because you look young to me. Like you don't look mm. fifty five. You look. <laughs> I don't you, look a day over fifty six. You look a lot younger to me. No, like if I like, I'm, a, I'm gonna fuck around and just dye everything jet black. No, and people I'm, are gonna freak the fuck I would out. Be if you told if you me if that. no bullshit, if you told me you were thirty six, I will believe it. Yeah, well, that's not I would that believe much that. younger than I am. I mean, you're not 55. <laughs> but I always thought you, I think, when I first met you. My vibe and my humor skew younger. I thought but you were maybe late. my physical presence skews older. Late 20. I think you were like 27. When, when you met me? When I thought. No, I was like thir- I was like 34. I thought you were like 27. No, I started. That's good, though. Yeah, I started discovering. I started, when I met now. you, I, I had already been married. So I got married at 33. So yeah, I was probably like close to mid 30s. Okay. I thought, yeah, I thought you were 33 when you got married? Yeah. Damn, old, old man marriage. It flies by. So wait, when we met, you were how old then? You got married at 33. What year was that? 2012. So we met, when did I? We met in 2011 then, the year before. So you were like 32. Nah, we went longer than that because. No, I started there in 20. Yeah, you're right, because I was there for the election at Blue. Yeah, yeah, I started yeah. there in 2011. Yeah. Damn, that's wild. Yeah, because yeah, I quit right before the election. Right. And we, yeah. I was there for that second Obama cycle. Did I quit before the election? I might have to. Whatever. I Damn. remember when Do- I, invited, I only invited two people from work to my yeah. wedding him and our other buddy, PB Diggins. And. Uh, Shout out to PB. PB, PB Dig- Diggins is always asking for a new episode, so here we go. <laughs> yeah, and PB Diggins is definitely coming down here to hang out with us in like eight months, but he's already like booked it. Like <laughs> he's, he's like, already like telegraphed. <laughs> he sent a text to us. He's uh, or chat like, text her. He's like, "You guys free March seventeenth, two thousand and twenty-five," <laughs> and we're like, "I think I'm good." He's like, "Cool, block it off." I just booked my Airbnb. Oh, he telegraphed that just so far. That's I mean, that's good though. He's he's always been responsible. He's always been that way. Wait, is he, where does he live now? He's in New, New York. York. New York. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So uh, maybe we'll get him on when he's here. We he's, totally he's should. A he's good a good addition. time. So I, this is, I don't know why. This is what I remember. I invited Doss to my wedding, and he was like, yo, I don't have a suit. <laughs> I think, did I say yeah, that? Yeah, you're like, that sounds, that sounds very accurate. He was like, I don't want, he's like, I don't have a suit. And I don't want to go buy I was like, dude, don't go buy a suit. I was like, just, just that's how legit I was. I was, like, I, just like, I, fly, I was like, just look fly. That's all that matters. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I got to look back because I know uh, Diggs and I took pictures that night because I hung out with him the whole night. We yeah, had, yeah. we had the best time at your good, wedding. It was a it good was wedding. Such a good time. I like, I was so glad I went because, like, it's one of those things where, like, you know, we we met at work, but we we were cool. Like he was one of the people that I would talk to all the time. He and Diggs, right. we were always like vibe and like they were the people that I had a rapport with at work. But you're going to a wedding and you're like, well, I don't have a plus one. I don't know anybody else at this wedding. I have met Gramsci before, so I knew her. But I'm like, they're getting married. They're not hanging out with us. So like, when I knew Diggs was going, I was like, we're gonna have a good time. It's gonna be fun. And that shit was amazing. One of the Aww. honestly one of the best weddings I've been to. It was just like, so, I think the culture was amazing. It was amazing to see like how your family. It was amazing the family and the culture and how like rich it was and everybody just looked so excited and happy to be there. Like it was, it was honestly, it, yeah, it was great they, energy. It was one of my they, favorite. 
It's it been a long time coming. They've been, <laughs> they've been waiting for this wedding for a long time. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like for a long time, but it was good. My wedding was it was fun. My my nieces were dancing. Yep. There was like choreographed Bollywood dances. Oh, and wow, like, so a lot of singing. Wow. Yeah, it was good. It was yeah. good. Indian think- weddings are very like everyone wants to to dance at someone's wedding is like the ultimate like honor. Oh wow, and like the sign of like show like the sign of respect. Mm-hmm. It was that's the only Indian wedding I've actually ever been to, and it's definitely like an amazing experience as of course better because i knew, know you and gramsci but it, like it was oh my god yeah, yeah it was good dope. times Absolutely. Oh, i didn't know you then yeah you would have been invited okay you well, just sat at our table with us yeah hands down wow. yeah he was at the misfit table <laughs> definitely was i'm like i don't know who even remember who else was there i think i definitely was just focused on getting wasted and having a good time yeah it was everyone everyone there was super like they know that i have a crazy band of friends from all over the place so there was there was people from australia there there was it was nuts it was a that's cool it was a good wedding the wow. funny thing is my parents actually my family always remembers you prior to us doing the podcast they'd be like how's your buddy we met him that one time i think they met you maybe at my 30th birthday party i think my parents met yeah, you. yeah at that place that night at, that club we went to i never there used to be a bar i don't know if you remember it used to be up on a mexican joint right no it no, was a gay bar it bar? was a gay bar it used to be called um mova it used to be up on 14th Street. Uh, um, yeah, they like, closed it. But like it. not 14th. Yeah, yeah, 14th. Yeah, it's like, like up, by where, like up, up where pro- Provision 14 is. I think like maybe a block or two up. Well, yeah, yeah. And um, Big Brown came that day and my parents met him. They'd always be like, how's your buddy? How's he doing? Like, <laughs> it was like immediately. The same thing like my my siblings are like How, how's how's big brown doing i'm like oh he's good <laughs> that was a good party i was having a blast because the music was good um when i tell you that was like that was my 30th that was one of the best parties like so i basically rented out the way the place was set up you walk in it was um a, like open seating then a bar and then a back room that had like a basically like a just big open space and a dj booth and so i was like i'm gonna do this for my 30th it was cheap i could afford it did the dj was banging i knew him from like my sister used to bartend in D.C., so he's a local DJ. He was great. Like, I honestly was surprised that how many people came out, but also everybody came to, like, really party. We danced. The music was good. Like, everybody had a great fucking time. That was an how awesome How far night. up 14th was it? It was, like, over up by, like, Eatonville and, like, yes. Bus Boys. Like, yeah, yeah, like, maybe Past right the, um, like on the block before the 7-Eleven. You know where... Uh, federal, remember the clothing store? Yes, federal, federal, yeah, yeah. On that block where yeah, Federal yeah, yeah, used yeah. to be. Like, um, is that... With Martha's table, yeah, 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 up think, that way. I yeah, remember yeah. now, yeah, I remember that place. There's that also, there's also, so I think I'm getting my story. There's another place right around there. It was, it was like a older, it's like an older Hispanic lady's name. I forget the name of the place. It turns into a nightclub. Yeah, it's like a you restaurant. You told me about it, and I don't. Is no. it still open? You told me about it. I People remember. People like, yo, let's go to this spot. I'm like, that's a. I don't want no fucking chips and salsa. I don't. Uh, it's like <laughs> you were the one that told me that I never partied there, no, but you told me about that. Crazy. It's like, closed now. Getting, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. That was like I still lived in DC then, so that was like seven years ago. Damn. Nothing survived now. 14th Street's like Marvin's still going. Marvin though. is Marvin is, it is though. Picking, I mean, it's not cool I mean, anymore, but it's wait, still going. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! I go to Marvin all the time, and I'm the I'm the coolest person you both know. <laughs> what do you mean? Nah, you don't do coke. Hey, you're son. the coolest person. Don't mean the <laughs> But no, it's just like now. I mean, you got Sephora, you got J. Crew, you got like 
It's 14th Street has definitely changed dramatically. A lot. Have I don't guys- even know what those words are that you're saying. <laughs> they're, they're like big chain stores. Oh, that stores. Don't are, I was like, I was like, there's a He's club like, there's called a J. Rest- Crew. <laughs> oh Lord. Also, we need to go. We're gonna do a brunch one day at Mexico. It's on 14th Street. Oh, I, I, how's the brunch? Bomb. I, the we ate all there. Good. I'm in. All right, let's do that. Uh, brunch is my language now because I could be I think, asleep by six or seven p.m. Okay, I well no, I got home by like eight on Saturday, I, a Sunday. I've had I had a very busy weekend. That was like, I, I saw your Instagram story. That was a, that looked like a good day, a good day drinking. It was. We started. I did brunch at Mexico, and then we went to Brixton. You were at Nelly's at some point. Brixton. I don't do Nelly's. Nelly's is not a fan of people with melanin. I just want to point that oh, out. Oh really? And I'll say it here. You can broadcast it everywhere. They're yeah, not they, really nice to people. All right. Well, they, they, did they shift over? I boycott. To, Sunday night used to be so Sundays used to be really good at Nelly's, and maybe a couple years ago, then they start shifting Brixton. They, yes, they first like got rid of the DJ, and then um, one day we were in there. Maybe it was a Saturday, whatever. It was one day, and I heard the bouncer say it was a one bouncer was black, the other bouncer was white, and they were talking about how like they make them hold the line basically on Sundays when it's all people of color, and I was like, well, that's stupid. I'm, why am I giving you guys my money here? Why? Why? Uh, I think it was to make it seem like it was more, more crowded than, yeah, you know, more, like at clubs yeah, yeah, back in the day. Yeah, like yeah. they'd be like, let's hold the line. You walk in, there's nobody in the yeah, fucking club. Make it feel, it's like more exclusive. Yeah. Exactly. That's and so now, dumb. so Brixton now is where the gays go on Sundays. Like I went there early, had some drinks, and then a friend of mine had an event at Bar Pilar, did that. So it was like definitely a very, my weekend was a lot fucking busier than I thought it was going to be. I got my ear pierced. Sounds hectic. Again or for the first second, time? I got a second hole. Oh, nice. Yes. Cause I'm so cool, dude. I'm gonna ro- I'm gonna start rocking my earrings again. Really? I think you should. Yeah. I saw you lie. I'm done being corporate. I think you should get. Second you should be you the lie. real. Art you. directors need. Art directors need earrings. You need to express your creative side with your with your style. Yeah. You should totally do that and bring it to work. Yeah, and I'm not wearing fucking button downs like I did the last round. I think at, you should let me. Fucking... I feel like you should let me style you. I feel like that would be so much. fun. Wait, where are you wearing button downs? Where? At this, when I was there last time at our gig, all I wore was button downs. Why? Button downs with jeans. Never wore a t-shirt. You Wait, sure didn't, button downs with jeans. Yeah. Did you ever put on a blazer? Because I hate that look. No, no. he didn't do that. I, when I tell you, I, <laughs> I don't fuck with blazers. And I don't. I don't like a used car salesman with a blazer. I on. don't like a fucking blazer unless you're going to a business meeting. I don't want to see a blazer with a t-shirt. It is not 2004. It is not the fucking jam. That is just how Blazers with t-shirts is gross. It used to be the shit, but now I don't want to fucking see it. You look weird. You look very confused. Wow. I don't like blazers with t-shirts. I just think you it did. Looks, you only wore button ups. Yeah, I only wore bu- well, button downs. Button See, that's down. not a good question. Button up or button down. Oh, button down. up or button down. What do I call it? I think it's a regional I think thing. It's a, I call it button down. I think it's a button up. Your country. I, I say button down. Y'all say button down? Button down, sir? Button up, sir? You don't button up. You start at the top down. and go down. You button up. No, <laughs> no you don't. So maybe, <laughs> so do maybe you, it's like that. Maybe it's like however you do it, that's yeah. what you call it. Do you button your shirt? Do you start at the bottom and go up? Yeah. Really? Y'all go up the top and go Your shirt's crooked all the time, man. Because you got to start at the tippity top. No, now there have been times I have missed the button. See, yeah, exactly. I don't because I button down. Because I don't always necessarily do the bottom button. Bottom button, yeah. depending on what I'm wearing. No, I start. Y'all really? You start at the top? Yep. Dead ass. I start at the top. I, yeah, I always start at the bottom. That's interesting. Very. Are y'all sure? Yeah, Dead 100%. Ass. So if y'all put. But- the, only time, the only time you start at the bottom is you're zipping up a jacket. You yeah. zip up a jacket, you button down a shirt. No, you button. Well, how do you take your shirt off? I, I usually just rip it, yeah. <laughs> I usually just pop the buttons just off. pop buttons off. And I make my wife sew new buttons on every time I wear it. You can't even see me rolling my eyes, audience. I just literally 
roll mods in the back of my head. I'm literally like, so, like how else you take it? Are you fucking rip that button, that joint off? Because I take, I think I take the top button off. Yeah, That's I go the first thing. I, go I do down. the same. I do the same for. I think I take it. Yeah, I do top down. I definitely start bottom. Actually, funny enough, you reverse. I it? think I start at the bottom when I'm taking my stuff off. Depends. I go either way when I'm taking stuff off. Depends on how, like, what the mood is. Yeah. I might actually unsnap the top button and then maybe start at the bottom. I can't remember. Yeah, you're just an anomaly. But I think place. I think button down, button up is a good, it's a good. That's, yeah. It's a good one. Yeah, because, like, if your parents, they put on your button up shirt. They don't nope. say put no, on your button down shirt. put on your button down shirt. Really? My yeah. parents say dress shirt. Yeah, well, I say dress yeah. shirt, too. Yeah, that, that. But, yeah. What would my parents say? I'm trying to think my mom said dress shirt or, I feel like my mom would say put on a dress shirt. Yeah. Yeah, definitely dress think... shirt because there was no button ups back then. That's no. like a that's like a Gen X thing. It is because it was it was it's almost like button up and button down is almost like a derogatory. They were like they were like scoffing at it, right? Whereas Instead dress like, shirt was like a t shirt or a dress shirt. shirt. See, I always but that phrase he's so buttoned up. That's why I think we always said button up shirt. Mm, no, mm. that's interesting. Actually, nah, that's I a think good you're point. Reaching. But see, when I worked in retail, we would say <laughs> when I worked in retail, though, we would say get that button down shirt. We called it a button down in retail. Interesting. But you would, did. but you would say, oh, he's so buttoned up. You would say so that. He's, that's button, true. he's buttoned up. But that's for something. Yeah, I guess mine was like real stiff and tight. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, you're gonna let me style you for your for the next five months? Yeah, all right. I want to do it. I think we should have some more fun with you. I think I need more flannel on flannel. Do need flannel? I think on you flannel. need flannel on flannel. I want to get you in some fun. In some, uh, I wear a lot of hoodies. I actually want to see you in some more black, and then like pops, like like a basically like me. I okay. want to dress you, you wanna, like you wanna, me. You want me to be your the bigger version of you? That's, I feel like you would fucking kill it. I yeah. have some ideas. I think we're gonna have fun with this. Okay, let's do it. All right. As a trade off, I will do your. Apart, I'll decorate your apartment. I'm here for it because yeah. you know I reorg- reorganized the way my living room is, and everybody's like, "This looks so good." Yeah, I just got to figure out what the rest is. I repainted my bedroom. I'm going to do my living room next. I got you, and then I want you to come help me figure it out. That's a good trade off. That's a good That's uh, a perfect trade off. I'm with it. Let's do it. I'm proud of you, both of you. This is going to be fun. We've grown since we last. But all my office needs. I've got a lot of Jordans. That's fine. All right, we can good. work with it. I think I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, wearing, I'm not wearing grown up shoes. No, no but more. I want to get some. I feel like. <laughs> You would look, and I know black is like, people are like, oh, black's so boring, but like. That's all I wear is black. But a lot of all black pieces, you would look so fucking sophisticated. And I think, honestly, I low-key kind of want you to start wearing earrings. I feel like, like, I want some, sw- uh, yeah, give us some swagger. You have it. All right. I'm going to bring my gold chains out, too. But you know, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> funny enough, I catch myself, I notice this, like, definitely on the weekends is when. Fashion-wise, I'll do more. I won't say take risks, because I feel like I buy shit that I know that, like is different or whatever but for some reason at work it's always a little off-putting because although all of us work in like creative spaces it's not fashion creative right, right. so like like today at work prime example people are like i love your outfit and i'm like this is well, fashion, to me this feels very simple yeah, and like professional creative is weird to them like chucks and like uh a flannel is like oh you're so edgy right right but like edgy is like Cause edgy. Like, like today, ripped. I'm like, I don't look edgy. Like, when I got dressed, I was like, you look no, cute. You look very comfortable. You look cute, but you look very, like, this is simple. And yeah. it, that's fine. But people are like, I love, I like this fit. I like, And I'm like, All right, I'm going to give you the you challenge. You guys got to, like, get into this. I'm going to give you your first challenge. Let's do okay. it. Oh, what, 2020 or what? No, for this fashion thing that you're, this endeavor you're about to yep. take. I want to be able to rock 
sweatpants. Done. Like, but look, going out, fly ready. You done. Not like, I don't want to look like I'm about to go for a fucking run nope. or go to the gym. I don't look like I'm going to I already envision club. it. I can already see it. Good. Because my like, shoes are too dope. Because it's like, I need, yeah, some, I need some sweatpants. Honestly, it's like a nice, like a nice pair of black sweatpants, a cool. Maybe even like cargo sweatpants, because yeah. those are kind of dope. But like a cool fitting pair of sweatpants. You got on the white tee that's kind of showing underneath like your sweatshirt, not a hoodie, but like a sweatshirt, maybe like a simple champion sweatshirt, dope cakes, like very simple. You get like a nice watch. Maybe you have a gold chain to accentuate, like add a little bit to it, a dope jacket. Like you cool. can do I it. I got all, I got all the pieces. I just need you to put well, them together. Let's do it. I don't know why. Look, I don't know why we're recording a fucking podcast. <laughs> right. Let's go. Let's go play dress up. Why are we all down here? <laughs> we will. You know what? That's what we're gonna, and we will post some of these outfits to the IG. There you so go. Follow us. Let's, let's let's bring the IG back to life. Let's bring it back. <laughs> also, ne- we can also start doing more videos too. Of what? We should definitely do some like just videos. us shooting the shit, recording it, vlogging. Yeah, why not? People people love to see people. YouTube's where it's at, man. I watch so much YouTube now, dude. I'm obsessed with like, YouTube po- podcasts. I don't like to listen to podcasts anymore because the video has so much more content because they're like doing stuff for the camera. Oh. I listen to podcasts, but I am obsessed with transformational videos now. What do you mean? Like trans? (laughs) Trans videos? Is this the LGBTQ conversation? Because I was... Do you watch surgery videos? (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) When someone... So a transformational video. Sidebar, before you jump in, because this reminded me of... Do you remember... Um, extreme makeover on ABC where they would do like give you plastic oh, surgery. Yeah. That was a Fox, teeth. wasn't it? That was so crazy. I don't know, but it that shit like was a Fox wild. Show. It was Fox. Anyway, go ahead. But it's um, that. It's like, like that kind of shit. No, <laughs> right? that no what I is? do not. So like no, that real broke ass. They show that real ethnic broke Asian girl, <laughs> and then she puts on this shit on, and then all of a sudden she looks like a model. No, not that. None, none of the. <laughs> I watch above. those. No, <laughs> no. It's like, um, for instance, like we're in your basement. Someone takes this and the before and the after. Oh, you mean space? Oh, it can be spa- spaces. No, it can be spaces. It can be haircuts. Oh, okay. Uh, it could be. I think it started. My obsession started with a. With what do they call it? A silk press. What's a silk press? What do you mean? Like, I think it's. Uh, I think when the sisters like a flat iron. Na- no, natural hair. Yeah, natural is natural. And they get their hair straightened. Hair and then they straighten it. So it's interesting watching that that transformation. For some women, they look like different. Like you, you look like a different person. Just well, it's just like hair. you know, you know, because they, their hair may be such a big afro, and then you all of a sudden it's straight, and it's like so. It's just such a start. We don't it, conform to those ideals anymore. Exactly. Yeah. And then um, okay, when, and it's Black History Month. We definitely not conform to that shit. Okay. No, it wasn't that. <laughs> it's not. It's natural. They do what they want to do. So and then or like men getting haircuts. Like for like it's long and and maybe it's going shorter or watching it do you know what about men getting installations? Do you know what an installation is? No, oh, it sounds oh, tight. Do you know though. what installation is? It's when a man is going balding and get gets an install. Oh, we saw a video of that oh, shit. Oh, I w- they're called installations. It's called an installation where like they basically yeah, they man glue, take care, they weave they, it and then they, they and glue then they, it on yeah. and then they, and then they, they cut, cut it, like, it and like, like shape it so it yeah. looks like your real hair. Oh, I'm, in, I'm here for Let that. Let me tell you, if I ever get catfish, if I ever get catfish by a man wearing a fucking <laughs> insulation, I will kill him. Here's a new thing in the um in 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 my world, I'm getting served these ads all the time. Is so as of <laughs> I just funny. I just trimmed this down to a manageable right. length, my beard. But while I was gone for the last like. The two three months I hadn't trimmed it, so it was like down. They got fucking 
uh, straighteners for beards. Nope. Yep. Really? And you look dope. Yeah. Because like when my beard is crazy, it's like this. So it but like just makes it look it, smoother. It streamlines. It brings it down. Mm-hmm. You look Viking-ish. So did yeah. you do it? No, I trimmed it. I ain't buying no fucking beard hair. Don't lie beard to me. straightener. Don't lie to me. I mean, I looked into some product for it, but... <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And you tried it natural, Ray. <laughs> so, yeah, like that and tiny houses. It doesn't matter. Anyway, I'm I'm saying, anti-tiny house. Uh, I want space. But it's interesting to watch how, like... I have an apartment because I'm single. <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. What? I, I'm single. I don't think... Yeah. I mean, I feel like I would buy maybe a... I would maybe buy... <laughs> Wait, are you single? Did that change too? Right. It's, it's oh, been a couple months. It's update time. It's not update, update time. <laughs> 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 Peep this dough update. Wait, what? I'm still single. I'm still married. I'm still what I was before. Which is? <laughs> that thing that Anomaly. I said before. <laughs> Conf- look, confusing. <laughs> and not willing to compromise. What, what is, I like. What, what, so, <laughs> that has stayed remained consistent. Yeah. I may be right. not single, but I'm still not compromising. I love this is um Futurama episode. Um, Wait, no, we don't want to talk about Futurama. Well, no, we talk about gonna, this, gonna, this complicated situation. It's going to tie into it. Okay. Um, this uh, Leela liked her boss, and and he's like, she asked me out for a date, and he was like. She was like, well, I didn't know you were married. You never wore your ring. And he was like, I keep my, <laughs> I keep my personal life at home and my work life. <laughs> 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 like his wife doesn't, he doesn't bring his wife to work. Like, I'm know? not mad at that. So that tickled me. So I'm, I don't know why I like, I'm like that. That's me. I mean, but you know what? Funny enough, I wonder if and when I start dating, how long it would take me to tell people at work. Like, I feel like my friends is different, right? Your friends are like, oh, yeah, I'm seeing somebody, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like at work, sometimes, especially for me, being at, like, a new space, what I discuss, like, I'm dating. I don't know. Like, that's interesting to me. Because we're both, a lot of us are at new spaces since you last talked to us. We talked to each other. I'm not. I'm still the same place, guys. Yes. I... Sure, I leveled up. <laughs> I don't wear. So, for the record, I don't wear. I have a wedding ring. I just don't wear it, right? Because I can't wear hand jewelry, right? I feel like we, yeah. Well, not on the air, but we've discussed this before. Yeah. I think, right? Because my current wife doesn't mind that <laughs> also, I don't wear. <laughs> I love how this is not the first time you said my current wife. So that's become a joke since I said that. <laughs> where she's always like, so like, what does that mean? I was like, I'm just saying, don't don't get comfortable. <laughs> don't I mean, slip. yeah, Accurate. don't slip. <laughs> That seven, that ten year review's coming up. Oh god, you don't want to slip on that. That's terrible. That's a bad time to slip up. <laughs> That's a very. This bad is the time. bad year. This is seven year itch. Seven years. Ooh. Is this seven? Oh seven shit! Years? Oh, damn. I feel like that. I don't know. I was talking to somebody the, the other day, and I was just like, man, like I feel like. I guess I use my thirties because I'm still like. 31, mm-hmm. but I feel like all of my Wait, 30s. Are you 31 like, or 32? Could you just say you're 32 early? Yeah, identify as 32. Oh. But you're actually 30 now. I'm 28. Okay, so I thought. Okay. <laughs> but what I was saying is, no, I'm 37, and I was saying, like, it felt like my 30s, like, I remember them very well, but it feels like it flew by. Time is flying now, trust me. And now he, granted, and he's on my, um, my barber, he's only 30, he's 35, I'm 37, well, until he's apart, but he was just like, damn, I don't feel that way. He's like, I feel like everything's been really good, it's moving at the right pace, and I was like, shit. And so, like, I realized that, I don't know how you guys operate, but I'm always thinking ahead. Like, I'm always like, tomorrow I got to do this. Next weekend I got to do this. In three weeks I have this to do. 
And I feel like he's one of those people that just knows how to like live in the moment and like be very present. And I feel like when you can do that, then like it doesn't feel like shit's going so fast until you retire. Then you're like, fuck. I yeah. mean, <laughs> but you know what though? It's funny that you said that because I remember when we were working together, Brown. I was always three months out of my project. So my calendar was... Yeah, because of your job. Right. So I had a three-month calendar. And so I'm constantly, like, we're in March. I'm thinking about, was it, was it April, May? April, May? So I'm yep. like... That's how my, the months work. Unless you're on that lunar unless you, calendar. Unless you, look, unless you uh, button up a shirt, then, it's, then your calendar can read different. Unless you're on that lunar calendar. I'm not sure. I have to add. But still, no. But so, so my brain was like always like, okay, well, this is due in May. We're working towards May right now. So it was like always worrying about the deadline in May that I wasn't considering March. So it, 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 for me, it was this yeah. moving forward a lot. Like now, the jobs that I have are shorter, not not a long lead. So um, I'm, I, it's kind of weird if like, I enjoy it. Because I, I remember I was like, where did the year go? I will always be where did the yeah. year go? Yeah, because you're three months out. Right. Yeah. So you're always ahead. Right. So, so you're like living a quarter at a time. Exactly. I literally, honestly, on, on some real shit this past weekend, I was like, I have to be more present. Like, I got to stop thinking about ahead. So, like, I was out Saturday night. And I've stopped thinking about what do I have to do tomorrow? Like, what do I, what's on my agenda? I was like, no, like, I'm having a good time. Be fucking present. Right. Like, that's re- I And I. It's hard. It's, it's hard. hard. Well, it's also, hard. I was it's telling my hard. friend the other day, I said, I didn't realize this. Maybe, like, honestly, maybe five years ago, I was hanging out with some friends. And I've always thought that I'm, like, the spontaneous friend. I'm ready to go. Like, let's do this. Right. And my friend was like, you're a planner. And I was like, fuck, no, I'm not a fucking planner. I like to yeah. go. And then one day we're all hanging out. And we had, like, a couple things we had set for the day. And I was like, bet, let's meet up here at, like, 12. At 1, we'll do this. At 2, we can hit there. And she was like, you see what I said? And I said, what are you talking about? She's like, you're a fucking planner. Gotcha, I was like, bitch. I was like, what? I was like, wait, no. Is that, is that what? I was just, oh, I'm a planner. But that's because of your, still, again, I think your profession it requires some structure. You know, I mean, and know. as we get older, I mean, here's how I look at it. Because I used to be the most spontaneous person on the planet. I would literally go to countries in Europe and not have a single plan and just show up and be like, I'll figure this out. But now it's like, as I get older, I don't have any as much of that in my life. So I want to get my bang for my buck. Yes. Right. So I want to consolidate. I want to get all that shit in so it's more efficient. I think that's that's another thing. Like If I go out, I don't go out and get hammered like I used to. No. But when I do... That shit is planned tight. I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna see right. you. I'm gonna see him. I'm gonna see her. I'm gonna get it all done in one day because I'm only hung, gonna be hungover for one day. Then you're right though, because I definitely have the days where I'm like, oh, like we'll say this thing is happening. I said, cool on Saturday. That's happening. I'm getting fucking wasted that night because I know on Sunday I'm gonna sleep in. But it's very much plotted out. Like I don't yeah. do the spontaneous getting wasted. It's like, efficient. It's, it's efficient. You're now. right. Yeah. It's more efficient because also I don't. I can stay up late if I'm going to be at home surfing the web, shopping, and smoking the J. But I don't want to be up late at a club, at a party, and then go get food and go home. Like, that's not necessarily what I'm planning out in my mind. So that's not really happening. But if I can't, like, execute it well and know that today's the day I'm going to get drunk. So, like, whatever happens. Basically, if I, if I, when I say I'm going to get drunk, that night, whatever happens, happens. It's like, it's, it's yep. free for all. Yep. But otherwise... It's very planned, and it's, what time is it? I got to get home, and then the next, yeah, I'll give oh, you another hour, fine. and then I got to get out of here. That was me this Friday. Um, 
got invited to a happy hour, which obviously I don't drink, but I'll still go, right? So he Dana D doesn't drink any liquids. He's liquid free. I'm liquid free. So, but I was there. I was glad to be out the house. Life. No, I was. I was so glad to be out of house for obvious reasons, and then, or not so obvious for people. No, but, we haven't got the update. Okay, we so, sat. We oh, gave right. the people this update. update alert, but you didn't do it. Well, let me finish this and now take the update. So anyway, I was like, man, I'm glad to be out. And then, like thirty minutes in, I was like, ooh, this is man, I'm. I'm tired. Yeah. It was 8 30. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm it ready happens, to go. Though. So, update, update alert. Since the last time we spoke, I guess we're going to transition to that, right? There's that word again. Transition. Trans. We're going to trans <laughs> to the update. Oh my God. RuPaul's going to block I'm us. I'm going to get canceled. I, no, don't get canceled. No, we're not making fun. But I don't think, I'm not, I don't know if I'm his. Fan anymore? Who Rue? Yeah. Ooh. Okay, so Rue, I, I had, I. You gotta talk to, talk to Gramsci about this because she, she brought that up, and people are looking at her like she had a fucking third no, eye. No. What did she say? She said she wasn't sure she's, she's a fan she, of Rue. She just doesn't understand it. Understand what? Just all of it. Drag, drag. Right. No, that's... no, just specifically, she understands drag. She understands everything about it. She just doesn't understand why people love Rue so much. I think because oh sorry if I because he's I, the most pop the I was like, first he's, he's the he in, in a lot of people's mind he's the first pioneer yeah. he's the pioneer and I think it's just he's the pioneer in terms of like mainstream media right and no one else has been able to come behind Rue and like kind of like take the throne or take the crown or like even do something different I didn't and not, not even take his spot no one's been able to like come go. and do anything differently Different. from Rue I agree like I think a lot of people come in and also Rue first name short name basis right because Rue and I are BFFs <laughs> but like so for instance RuPaul hosted SNL this past weekend I haven't finished it no I didn't finish that's it that's how the conversation started yeah one part was funny I thought it was dope just to see as a gay man it was cool to see a gay uh, openly gay man of color hosting SNL. He does drag. I thought it was, I, for me, it was very like, it was very liberating. It was very like exciting. I, and I, I do take some of Ruth's things. I get it. Cause Ruth's had some issues with like the trans community because of what's gone on in drag race. And I totally get all of those things. And I'm not like taking away from other people's struggles. But for me, I definitely look at it from a different lens and I look at a lot of stuff he's done and it's very like pushing the way that we are and, and like getting us in front of a lot of other people and I actually had this conversation with somebody um, not too long ago about how gays are portrayed, especially gay men of color. And usually we're very sassy and all these things. And like, am I sassy? Duh. But I'm not always like this super like flamboyant, sassy person. So sometimes you want to see a little bit different. But anyway, I digress. I do like seeing Rue because it is representation that we don't have. And yes, Rue does drag, but like, RuPaul's on the fucking cover of Vanity Fair. Like, that is, like, that, like, I showed my friend that, and I was like, that is some dope shit. Like, to see RuPaul, a black person who is gay, who, fine, he's dressed in drag, but he is on the cover of Vanity Fair. Like, that, to me, is dope. And I, I, and I feel like... Also, he was in places where not only gay men were not, but black gay men were not was it, really yes. early on, right? Right. Yes, so, well, I, I totally had no problem with him in drag or anything like that. It's, that's not my bag with by the way, we totally derailed your story. You we definitely did. But no, so well, I I took it there. So anyway, removing myself from that. But no, I I, I don't know. I used to really like him in the nineties. I think, you know, with most things, maybe it's fame. 
maybe it's you know people change. It's also it could be my perception. You're also you're also numb to it now, so it's not it's not as no, it's not. I, I want to be clear. It has nothing to do with the phenomenon no, I, that is, um, you know, you know, someone being a drag queen. No, no, no. I mean, yeah. I think you're numb to him, like his shtick. That might be. You've seen it for. You've been seeing it for twenty years. It's, no, it's not that it's uh, i think it's other things i don't want to necessarily i i, I it could be like you i mm. i mean and i and i and i mean, got you bitch right yeah, yeah look, that's right. Got me. right can't catch your tongue because he can't say nothing no and i'm like, trying not to and, say something and i and i i i feel like i kind of get what you're saying like like with the drag race stuff yeah and i and i get it like it's not but like I, like he's become a caricature well, so, of the okay, whole so thing no. one, one of the things that happened with rue is like because we're you know bffs rue was not really open to letting people that were trans into drag race because he felt like drag was for gay men who performed in drag, not for um, trans people who were transitioning and also still wanted to do drag. And I, and it's one of those things where like, I feel like it's a tough space. Yes. The way maybe he responded wasn't the best or the most politically correct, but I also get when, when, when people, and I think about it more as a person of color, more than like gay community but when we make a space for ourselves and we make a lane for ourselves and now we have to adjust and modify to how things are changing i get that because it it, it kind of happens everywhere right you have to adjust and, and modify but as people of color who have been marginalized when you create the space for yourself and now you have to like adjust it for other people i could get how for some people that could be a little bit frustrating because you're like i created this on purpose because i didn't have a space before and yes, I get that I should be more inclusive, but like nobody included me before. Why do I? So I, it's this funny little catch 22 where it's like, you should be more inclusive because you know what it's like to be excluded. But at the same time, like you've created this space that like means something to you and it means. So I feel like that part is a little bit tough that like I am very much on the fence with because if you create, I, I, it's a tough space. I feel like. Yeah, saying. I mean, it's definitely gray. I mean, and, and that's still not my reason either. Oh, but that, okay. That's interesting too. So. Uh, I just, I just, uh, well, tell us about yourself. Right. You got to give us some, a little let's, bit, let's, drop a little no, bit of tea on We don't it. need you to drop any gems that you don't want to drop. Well, I just, politically uh, I speaking, just, I just want him to do better. And I, and you know what I mean, RuPaul. Be best. <laughs> <laughs> I want him to be best. He could, he could do a lot better. You're and, saying that as, as someone that has a soapbox, he of, could, of color, of color and, I mean, multiple, right. multiple. No, I'm, I'm of color. Okay, yeah. just of color. Just okay, of color. He, that's fair. He, he can do better. That's fair. And so, moving along. Now, tell us about your. Lay down on this couch and tell us about your day. My day. All right. So last we spoke, I was at a job that I probably wanted to come home and vomit every day. It's never good. <laughs> Bad sign. It was terrible, and it did not. And it, it ended interestingly. I would say that. Okay. And I was okay with it. What happened? It ended. It and ended. you were like, oh, okay. Okay, not bad. Yeah. I was kind of like, I was like, wait a minute. And then I was like, this is perfect. Yeah, because as soon as it ended, you probably went home and relaxed for the first I time did. in a long time. I was time. actually going on the road that day to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Right. Like, and, are you going on oh, tour? Going on, I was heading on the yeah. road. His band was going on tour. That's Our right. band. Pittsburgh. Yeah. You're, so, going yeah. For the, you're going for the marching band. I would, no, I wish. That's in August. <laughs> you're going for October. your cheerleader competition. No, that would be in February. <laughs> when cheer no. season begins? Make cheer season would be now, the end of basketball season. But no, I'm not going there either. So anyway, so that was interesting. So it was like, so it was kind of like, 
find a new gig. Um, was looking, was thinking about this. I, I, I saw this one position and I was like, eh, I don't think I can do that. And that's a lot, but I, 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 people trust yourself. You can do it. Cause it's, it's, it's a, a bunch of what's that imposter syndrome out there. Yeah. If you can't fake it till you make it. Exactly. But I feel like most people are doing that anyway. Like yeah. I think reality people is people are underqualified. Yes. I learned this, I think through <laughs> soapbox through therapy as well. Right. I love therapy. Mm-hmm. But like nobody's got it fucking figured out. Like unless you are, unless you're running your own company, right. even then you still don't have it all figured out, right? So unless like, it's like, unless you're like a mathematician or like, okay, right, <laughs> you yeah. know, unless it's like concrete, right. like two plus two is four, right? right. Then nobody like, has it figured out. No, you're winging it, and I think we definitely get caught up just the way our culture and society is, and like the things that you're expected to know and do at like this time frame or this age, and like reality is nobody fucking knows, and like you're just fucking figuring it out. And just have a good time while you're doing it. That's my energy these days. Like, I just want to have a good time while I'm doing it. If I'm not, then I got to change some shit up. Right. Well, and that's right. So that, so end up interviewing and getting the gig, uh, much better, much better situation totally all around. Very excited. And then the weekend before I was supposed to start work, which is Thanksgiving weekend. So I was going to start work the fourth, uh, on the 30th, I was at a volleyball tournament and I was trying to playing, playing, yeah, not, not watching. Yeah. Peepers, he was playing in a volleyball tournament, <laughs> yeah. not cheering, not sitting in the stands watching, and not cheering. Not but you cheering. could get hurt cheering. But go ahead. And I was, it was an errant pass, and I went for it. And the most simplest thing, I literally turned. That's all that I did to accelerate, and it was like pop, and I was like, okay. And I just went down to the ground because I thought it was the best thing to do. So, and then at that moment, I realized, and then I was like, okay, then I break my ankle. And I was like, and they were trying to take my shoe off. And I was like, uh, don't do it. And then luckily there's a friend that is the, he runs the trauma nurses at Children's and also playing against a PA. And you got them, you got them children feet. Okay. <laughs> hey, ba- hey, baby, hey, baby toes. <laughs> Oh, he's like, oh, thank God you got children. He was, feet. He's like, take this little booty off. So, okay. you can your baby I was like, no, no, no. So, and then, so, and I was like, okay, I can move my foot so my ankle's not broken. And then I looked, I took my sock off and looked at my ankle. My Achilles was literally indented. Yeah. Like a less than sock. It's it swelled. It got swelled. No, it? no, no. No. I was looking, it was like literally like the, my, the, the back of my ankle was indented. I was like, oh, that sucks. So I bro- I ruptured my Achilles total, and then it was, yeah, it was starting a new job that Wednesday, and I was just like, okay, can we push this day back? Yeah. So it was just actually cool. They actually gave me the option previously to start the week afterwards. So can I do that? So then Friday got um, had surgery. Yeah, uh, that should happen quick. But now, yeah. question: Did you tell the job like volleyball injury? You were like, so I was doing. I was. Pre- Preparing to perform at the Super Bowl, which I yeah, clearly I can't do they, anymore. They know, I so now I can. I was no walking perform. home, and this lady was pinning her car, and I lifted <laughs> it, and I snapped my Achilles. So many stories. I would have definitely made up like a dope ass story. I think I was like, you no know, donking on people, but it's even worse. Nobody believed that. But no, it was cool. It was it was the thing. I think people think it was more than that, but it literally was. It's always an external factor, something simple. So I'm walking around. So now I got a cast on. I'm getting ready to start work, and I have this. Instead of using crutches, I use this thing called the eye walk. And it's your right foot. It is my Which dominant foot. Which is the foot. worst. What's an eye walk? Is that a walker? 
It is. You know the thing where the people is like with um you see people sometimes they get their knee in their It's like a, it's like a scooter, oh, scooter for your knee. <laughs> but my, it's like I'm, I'm lazy but not that lazy. It's a leg scooter. But mine doesn't have the scooter part. It has a of the bottom of a crutch. So it's like a literally a peg leg. So I love oh, a sailor. You got a peg leg. I literally a got a peg leg. <laughs> so I can your, your knee roller skate your your uh, roller skate would have been better than a peg leg. No, because I have three flights of stairs I have to go up every day. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, you can't lug that up. Man, and down. is there please turn a video of you in that peg leg walking around? You've not around? seen me in the nah. peg leg. So the funny and part I haven't about seen that, you since that happened. No, that was in November. So I went home for Christmas, and like my sisters knew, and I walked into the house, and we from the front it does look like I'm an amputee. It, it honestly oh. does. And it's also interesting too how people look at you differently on the street. So people are kind of nervous to look at you. Meanwhile, like, yeah, it's like when you like, see a blind person with a stick, you get I get real awkward. Like I want well, to, like, I want to like, clear the way for them. Because well, what do you do in the metro? Do you help them? But I also feel like they like I didn't need anyone. I, I, but I, feel I like don't people, help them. That's the last. That's the last thing they want. They want. They don't yeah. want. They don't want to be helped. No, I'm. I'm. I don't want to be independent. If there's a blind person on, on the metro by themselves, they want to be independent. I you think so. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they, I don't ever look at people. And they can like, be independent. They clearly are. I mean, they they're, they're there. on their own. Yeah. They'll ask you. So, but it's funny how people. I want to kick the shit out of your peg leg. Whatever. It's so funny how people look at you because I'm walking down the street with you know both hands. That's one thing that you didn't have the crutches, so you can you have both your hands. And when they pass, they can see that I still have my leg, and their whole demeanor would change. So that's a whole nother thing that was really weird. So anyway, I walked in the house on Christmas. One of my older sisters sees me, and she literally like almost. Wells up like in her eyes, and she was. I was like, people like you lost like, your foot to the in the war. Literally, people thought I was like, dude, just my oh, Dan is back from the war, but he <laughs> lost his foot. He lost his foot. <laughs> he stepped on a landmine and he lost his I, foot. They were like, why? And then I, you know, because I went to um, brunch and Anna and Sheila, and I walked in, and they were like, they got they were, real quiet. They oh, freaked them out. They were like, oh, where's? Do you want to borrow my dog? I know. I was like, no, I don't need that. It's How cool. are you feeling about yourself? I know, exactly. So that's, that's oh, Why so- didn't you tell us? We would have came to you in your condition. <laughs> right. We could have come to your house. We could have made food at your house. <laughs> exactly. So that's... And then, so basically, I started a new job with a cast and a pirate leg. Um, that's dope. It's It was... Did you wear a bandana and like a pirate hat? I should have like put out you bandana. I'm thinking about wearing it for uh, Halloween next year, but it's... it's um. It was kind of crazy because it was, it was a very fast transition to a new job from the other job, in, in between surgery, you know, mobility oh, you issues. You mentioned that you had to have surgery. I think you left that part out. Oh, yeah. there. I said it. Oh, did, did he? He's, yeah. It was quick. Like yeah. it happened in the Friday. He had surgery. He did say yeah. that it's the Jameson. So it's uh, <laughs> this episode. This episode Jameson. is brought to you by by Jameson. Jameson. By one day. One day. So that's that. So that has been my 2019. Has been like at a new job that's challenging but yet fun and great people honestly they're very excited but also starting that off with mobility issues and then also being like the realization of also having mobility issues is quite depressing because you can't get up and do the things that you want to do and it was just like trying to like the thing like oh, i forgot to get the glass of water so it's like put the thing back on and hobble back over there and stuff like that so that has been quite interesting so i'm excited to let everybody know that this week my soft boot walking boot comes off i'll be back in so shoes. soft shout out to the soft boot coming <laughs> off because i would have been in my apartment like when can i dance when can i bust a move but it's so like 
all I want to do is dance. All I want to do is jump. All I want to do is all these things. Like, and I, I literally can't do that probably until May. Well, I'm a dance party. In my apartment, it's always a fucking dance party, <laughs> a solo one-man performance. <laughs> I, know, I can't even Usually, do that. Usually, at least once a week, I'm putting on a Vegas residency. <laughs> it's happening. If I had a boot. and I was, Vegas residency. And it's one of those nights where I can't put on a You're stellar performance. You're putting on some bad bunny. Listen, don't I, play. I kind of. Mm, I kind of, I kind of, I fuck with Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny, Jay he's Ballin. come around. Oasis album is the shit. Yeah. Listen to that. I, I don't know. What's the color song? That song's dope too. By Bad Bunny? No, it's the other dude. Jay Balvin? Maybe. I don't know. Wow. I can't just lump them all together. I, I mean, I do. Rough. Yes, you can. It's a genre. It's a playlist for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I no. definitely, yeah, I definitely like. I commend you because I think, like, thinking about that, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, if. I fucked up my foot, my leg, and I had to, like, have surgery and be at home for a little bit. Cool. But, like, there are definitely moments in the weekend, evenings, daily, regularly, where I am ready to, like, you know, I want to hit a little eight count real right. quick before I either hop in the shower. Yeah, I get or before it. I go to bed, I'm like, I think I got this cool routine. Run that joint back so I can, like, hit you with this real right. quick. Yeah, so cool no, to see you. So yeah, no, I don't have any of those problems, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. As a straight man in this conversation, I don't have any of those problems. What? Hey, 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 hey. I'm sure there's some straight men that like, I like can't little eight wait count. to not have to move. <laughs> no. I'm telling you, no, man. It's like you're, and then you know what? Because it's like life goes on and you're still like on the couch, not moving. And then like your friends don't know really how to act too sometimes. Some of them are good, some of them are. Some visit, some don't. See, So it's, it's like this weird... I would, I would hit you with the like, can you Uber to meet me? If well, not, all my, I've, I've had tons of crazy surgeries, but they were all when I was in my 20s. Right, so this is... Uh, so I didn't stop. Like, I didn't. Like, when I had my... I, I've had knee surgery. I've mm-hmm. had hand surgery. I've right. had... I tore my fucking pec, and I yeah. was at the bar three weeks later yes. with a fucking body cast on. This like, is why I say you look great for 55. You look amazing for 55. You've broken so yeah, many things yeah. in your body. I, I mean, I, I was in a war, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I lost. It's, my first, it's also my first, like, ever, like, Proper injury. Yeah, proper yeah, yeah, injury. yeah. So I had my first one at 22. Right. And I was like, oh, yeah, this sucks. But, yeah, same thing. Like, it was, it, it was tough, but I was 22, so I didn't 22 care. a little bit different, right? right? I bounced yeah. back really quickly. quickly yeah. Yeah. Now, like, I messed up my ankle three years ago running, and I'm like, maybe I should just do yoga. Like, <laughs> I'm First of all, running is the worst. But I, I'm a runner, so, like, I could But do, also, I saw yeah, your run times. That's pretty good. And that wasn't my best. I mean, that was pretty damn good. I used to do, like, an eight-minute I couldn't do I, I throw do, up I on myself. eight-minute mile. Like, in the summer, I can get back to an eight-minute mile in the summer. For three miles, you could yeah. do eight-minute mile? Yeah. Damn, that's really good. I can get back to that. I like running because running for me is very much like... It's therapeutic. I zone the fuck out. People say that about jog. I do not get I it. I am creating the illest choreography in my mind that oh, yeah, I will do in my apartment. Gotcha. I, no, honestly, like, I zone the fuck out. Like, of course, I'm paying attention because I'm running and shit, but like, it's so emotionally cleansing because I'm not thinking about anything that's like stressful. I'm literally like listening to music and no bullshit. I'm planning an A-count routine or my 40th birthday party. I'm going to have like a Vegas performance. Of me dancing in my 40th is kind of what's going to happen. So you can't prepared. wait for that. It's going to happen. You can what? have it here if you want. I mean, I think I might. <laughs> we'll yeah. clean it up a little bit. That's definitely like, <laughs> yes. Funny part, the audience can see me and Anon staring at each other. Like, <laughs> eight count. Eight count. When I Boy, run, I you, know what I, you know what I picture? Being chased. Cops and wild dogs. 
That's what I picture behind. How I had someone say that once. I was like, this was, so I've, I've always, I just liked running. And I'll take, I think my, so my sister used to run track when she was a lot younger. Mm-hmm. I was never athletically inclined, but I used to go to the events. And so <clears throat> I think running. Which I'm shocked just, because you're, you're, you would probably have been really good if you did it when you were younger. I probably would have. Yeah. I, I ran once in high school and no one can ever came. <laughs> once. To, like I did, I did the spring semester of the track team. And my family swears they came to a track meet. Fucking liars. They never came. <laughs> and I just wasn't like. Well, it's a track meet. You right. don't even want to be there. I know. In hindsight, <laughs> I, in hindsight, I get it. Right. But like I got. And it's funny because my friend's mom was like, oh, your time got better from the first race to this race. I like, just keep practicing. And I was like, yeah, my family's not coming. This is stupid. But no. So like it just so happened. Like I got older. I just cardio is the most fun thing for me. Like Ooh, I don't really want to lift weights. Ah, gross. Like That's I, gross. I don't have to You're lift gross. weights. If I can just go for a jog and play whatever the fuck I want to play and, like, I'm just running, I, I can ignore motherfuckers. Like, it is the, it's the most I get it. If you get in that zen, like, you get in that moment. I do, man. Yeah. Like, That's what they say. I went cause... running this past weekend on, I hadn't been running outside in a long time. And Saturday, I was like, my homegirl was like, I'm making pancakes. I got a J-Rolls. And I was like, ooh, girl, mm. sounds so enticing. But I'm going to run today. First. And then and I went. Then I'll eat pancakes. I didn't do that. I just <laughs> ran and then I smoked. But <laughs> he skipped the pancakes. <laughs> but you know, running is like running is my best antidepressant. Hands fucking down. That's right, what so, I say. Yeah, I, I I I commend those who can do it. But Lord, I just I. It's oof. not for me. I got up to. Well, there was one year I was running six miles. When every time I ran, I did just six miles. Yeah. So you know, my wife has signed up for a uh, half uh, marathon. Oh, ooh. oh shit. And uh, and the cherry blossom ten miler. So she, the ten miler is going to be the precursor to the, to the yeah. half marathon. Has she been training? Yeah, she's training her ass off. That's word, good. big word. Yeah. That's coming up like what next month, right? March. Yeah, March. Yeah, yeah. March. Yeah, March. I do want to. No, April. I would get cherry into like. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I would get into, but like I also have a bad knee and a bad ankle because I am old. Wrap that shit up, B. So I have shin splints now. <laughs> I have fucking shin splints. How do you heal? Oh, you do. How do you heal a that's shin splint? Stretch, that's stretching. That's your hips or your. I think I want to get into yoga and like give up Orange Theory. Give up Orange Theory? Why don't like, you come work out doing... with me? Let's go lift weights. What? Let's get ripped. I actually wouldn't. Let's mind get a six ripped pack. for the summer. Can you get me a six pack for the summer? Yeah, for I'm sure. I'm down. No, dead ass. I mean, I've never had one, but I can get you one. <laughs> dead ass, too. That's our trade off. I don't want fucking furniture. I'll get me a six pack and I'll right, style the bet. shit out of you. I can do that. Done. I've got enough knowledge in my brain for that. I, I did enough powerlifting and competitive lifting that I can get you a six pack. Let's do it. I got a trip in June. Where are you going? I'm going back to Martinique. Oh. Ooh, you know that, that French. Means. You like that French. Yeah. Everybody relax. I wish. Can you speak French? Uh, I can I can teach you French while I'm getting your six pack. I can let's teach fucking you do it because I speak a little <laughs> bit of French, very minimal French. Yeah, that's interesting. You're going back, so I'm going because <clears throat> you met a boy. Mm-hmm. Nope, I God, I wish. No, my I don't believe this. I God, I wish. No, a friend of mine that was out here, courtesy sponsored by Trump and his terrible administration. Friend of mine was out here on a work visa from London. Mm-hmm. Her work oh. visa got denied. Yes, they told me about that. Her work visa got denied, so she went back to London. But her family's from Martinique, so she went back to Martinique Mm. to live with her mom. They're actually building up an amazing bread and and breakfast. It's going to be fucking phenomenal. The pictures she sends are so cute. Yes. Let me know if they need any design help. I I got them. Absolutely. But no, so. I'm on the market. (laughs) We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that in a minute. minute. But so, yeah, so uh, she wants. We went went for New Year's and. 
had an amazing time and she wants a bunch of us to come back. So we're going back in June. Because the thing is, I, I, I it sucks for her. Absolutely. But I would have to say, at least she's making the best of it. Seems like she really seems oh to be enjoying herself. The trip. Where she's going Where is on. it? What's the location? Martinique. No, the your, the bed and breakfast. Oh, in Martinique. It's in Martinique. Yeah. Oh, so she, okay. so she I'm was living in London out, for some reason. No, she was living out here, mm-hmm. but was from her visa was from London. She was see, from I London. See. But her family is originates from Martinique, so she went to London for a little bit and then went to Martinique. And you guys both know her. You yeah. you you're super really good friends with her. I met her not too long ago. Oh, okay. small world. So mine is more That's like so a, funny. I think she's really like cool and met her, but I don't she's know her amazing. that amazing. As well, obviously I don't know as yeah. well as you. Like maybe you know, just almost associate to the degree, but very impressed by her. Yeah, no, very she's her. she's a great creative, but she's also an amazing. Amazing human, as yeah. she always talks about people as being humans and amazing humans, and she's just like awesome. But um, yeah, so we're going back in June, and I can't wait. Damn, I, I kind of want to roll. Yo, Martinique, like I definitely didn't know what to expect. Um, no, I heard it was dope. Well, I've I love the beach. I'm a water baby, so I love the beach. I love to French be in the water. Be- it's French ethnic beach, which is like the best of all worlds. Yeah, the vibe is. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the vibe is great. The people are great. They are not. Not everybody speaks English because they're not tripping about like you need to assimilate if you're gonna come here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I respect all the way. Um, food was amazing, people were amazing, the beach, the weather, it was phenomenal. Honestly, I can't wait to go back. I'm jealous. I kinda wanna go. I'm gonna put you it on my list. Jealous. I'm jealous. <laughs> Alright. Okay. I'll give my update, I guess. Spill it. So I'm still at my same job, but I will be leaving it. Very shortly. Wow. Two weeks. From I'm, today? I'm two weeks from last Friday. Friday which, yeah, two weeks. Um, and then I'm going to be going into the world, the beautiful and uncertain world of freelancing. Wow. I need, a little fre- I need some flexibility in my life. My parents are getting older. I want to kind of be there for them. Take Is them that to- the lie you told? It's not a lie. It's the truth. You know what? I was talking to my brother the other day. Is it day. the truth? No, no. Yeah, it's the truth. Oh, the they don't condone the, my, where I work. It's a great place, but it's old school. Right. Butts and seats. Oh, you got to be there. Can't. Oh, there's no on. flexibility. No, like, see, I told my brother the other day, I said, it, honestly, my ultimate goal would, t- well, not ultimate, ultimate goal is to not fucking work. Right. Let's keep it real. But you're not gonna find that dude in Martinique. I can tell you that. I can tell you that. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> you need some U.S. dollars. We son. Open a- hey, hey, hey! I can do a fruit stand. I'm cool with that. Martinique. I don't need to be in a lot of fashions. It's you're right. You're right. You're right. You just you're need right. to be just in shorts and a but um. Crop top. I was talking- <laughs> Shout out to crop tops. Um, oh, so this is the Martinique workout plan. We're gonna we're gonna do. Fuck oh, yes. yeah! I got you. I got you. Let's get on it. But my brother and I were talking, and I said, you know, if, if I could do this right now, I would work part-time, like, three days a week at my full-time job and have the flexibility that, like, either, A, those other two days, a bitch ain't working, or I can work on my own stuff. But I don't—I definitely don't want to—I know long-term I can't do—if I could not work, first yeah, choice. Yeah, yeah. Second choice myself, third choice working part-time and, like, having that flexibility where I'm like— I want to work at this company, but only three days a week. Like, I'm not, I'm not, you guys aren't going to rope me into this crazy shit where, like, I owe you 40 plus hours a week. I'm working 30 and that's it. That would be my idea. But I can even do, I can do 40, 50, 60 hours. Just let me work from my house or work from my parents' house. That's let fair me, too. let me, let me, let me have some, some flexibility because what I'm doing isn't 
You don't I'm not need in a laboratory. Yeah. I'm not like in a. It's 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 like I'm just sitting at my desk creating stuff. Right. I can do it anywhere. And I, the flexibility makes a huge difference, I think, for your mental well being, right. and also like. I know for me, at least, I like working from home on days that I'm not that busy. That's how I like to work. Because to me, it's like, I get a little bit of a break. I'm still working, but I'm not 100% tuned in. Because sometimes, like, fuck it. 40 hours is a lot of fucking time to be focused at fucking work. And if I'm busy, But like, it's not 40, though. That's the thing. It's yeah, not 40. Your commute. You commute. No, other right. shit. You, shit goes down. You got to stick around for for Helen's shit birthday. The day, the day before when you're like, oh, fuck, I got to do that tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. you're stressing it at night going to sleep and waking up. So, and yeah. so, like, because I tell you, when I started my new job, and I do like my new job, but, like, definitely the first couple of weeks, I'd be thinking, like, I got to do this tomorrow. I got this. And, like, the wheels would always be turning. And I'm like, I don't want, like, that's not the life that I want long-term. Absolutely not. But you know what, though? I think once you, hopefully, where you are, once you find your groove where you're comfortable, because I think that's where I'm at, too. I want to be comfortable. Um, you know, where the coffee, sweet and low, or raw sugar, you know, stuff like that. I don't know where and I'm And I'm leaving at 2 o'clock. Okay. Right. Um, then I feel like once you get the the flow of it, you can move on and... <laughs> It's right here. It's right here. Yeah, you can once you get the flow, you can move on and and, and then be a little bit free. Because I would I would say where I'm at, like I was telling you earlier, they seem to be a lot like you're know, working from home or I'm bouncing at three or I'm bouncing at one, you know. And I was like, I'm still nervous to get there to do that yet because I'm not at that point yet. Right. But the fact that it's a little bit liberating and a little bit more flexible. On yeah, it. flexible. So my parents are getting older. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of shit going on with them and. Right. There was a moment where my mom had surgery a few months ago. Uh huh. She had her knee replaced. Oh, oh no. Well, her second knee replaced. She yes. already had her one knee replaced. So she had surgery. And I remember I, I was nervous mm-hmm. asking if I could take a day or work from home and go hang out with my mom. That's messed up. It's messed up. So I didn't go on the day of her surgery like I wanted to because I was scared. Which I was like, fuck, that's not good. I'm a fucking adult. Right. Second, The second day, I left early to go see her before visiting hours were over because mm-hmm. she was still in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And it was, I still felt uncomfortable. Like it, wow. there was like drama. I felt like there was going to be drama. And anyway, so whatever. Long story short, I decided to, that's I'm too for old you. for that. Yeah, not, that's a good decision. I'm too old for that, right? Good like, decision. I get it butts and seats people if people can work people work better when they're in the office i understand that you're less distracted you're focused you can talk but it's but, not like you're but, asking forever life happens yeah i think it's also like that's also perception because i know people who were like i'm actually more productive at home i mean i, I think if, if i'm working person, working right? yes like, i'm more productive if i'm just heads down designing something or creating something yes i'm better at home because it's on my own schedule it's right. whatever it is but I get the other part of it because I was in a, a little bit more of a leadership role, so I needed to control. I needed to like yeah, but like people, you just said, life happens. Life man. happens. You have if to I'm be, not there for a day, come on. Guess what? It's gonna be the fine. universe is not gonna explode. Right. So we're not like we're all we're all in a crazy space. Nobody's saving lives. Like we're literally right, right. Nah. doing right. shit that's making we're not more money. Cancer. We're not. We're not like so. That's why. Like, so, and I definitely have had moments in jo- all my jobs where I'm like. I get worked up and stressed out. It's like, but nobody's going to fucking die if I don't do this today. So, like, if you guys think that you want to fire me over this, then maybe this is probably not the place for me. Right. Well, yeah, because I had a friend. Yeah, I had a friend that he's, um, I was getting mad at him because he's really hard. What I think is very hard on his workers. 
but it's the same friend I was telling you that uh, at the hospital. And then he was like, and I was like, well, as we say, we're not saving lives, but but, it, but like they're actually are saving lives. Right, so that's, right. That's that might be an exception. So that's, then an, I, that's you definitely got, an exception. You got to be on your shit for that. Yeah, because right. he's literally like, well, someone could die if they don't do something. I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to shut my mouth. Yeah. yeah. No, that's different. Yeah, I agree with that. Right. But we're not. I'm selling video games. Right. Like, exactly. I don't need to be there for a day. Right. If my mom. And anyway, it's and it's not like they didn't say i couldn't go but it was you, it's happened enough times where i'm like hesitant where i'm like kind of shook and that's when i was like oh it's working they got me shook right mm-hmm. like their plan is working mm-hmm. and that's not cool because exactly. i'm a grown-ass man well and but. also like we you're supposed to have a good balance of like working and life right and, like again life happens number one but also number two like there's no way that you're meant to work all the fucking time that's crazy yeah um, oh, I agree. So, therefore, now I will be on my schedule. So, if you guys need any kind of creative direction or art direction, give me a shout. I'll hook you up. <laughs> well, I need some creative art direction. I was going to ask you, but you were in Australia. Oh, Australia was so good. That's when I came to the realization. So, you came back and was like, oh, Australia was a you? very cleansing trip for me. So, for the benefit of the peepers that are listening, when I was 25, I moved to Australia to get my graduate degree 30 years ago 30 48 years ago (laughs) the first car was invented and then i went to australia (laughs) so at that moment in my life i didn't know what the hell was going on i didn't know what i wanted to do in my life so i was like you know what i'm gonna go to grad school i'm gonna go explore went there for i went there for four years i did grad school for two and then i worked for two and i figured it out this is what i want to do i want to i want to freelance or i want to be in advertising i want to be a creative and it all worked out but then now that I've been back for 15, 13 years, it feels like that freedom and that 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 cleanse that I had there was kind of killed and crushed by, you know, day-to-day D.C. crap. D.C. Right. is a soul-crushing place if Would you, you don't— Would you say D.C. or America? I mean, all of it. Right. I think D.C. specifically because it's so corporate. It's so, yeah. like, money-driven and, like— well, DC is very. Uh, what's the word? These people are very um, not aggressive. Is not the word I'm looking for. They're ambitious. Ambitious. Everything is. Everything in DC is based around your station in life, right? Yes. Like they DC's don't give a status. shit about you until you're something that they can that you're important or you, they exactly. can get something from you, right? So right. that obviously has crushed me for the last twelve, thirteen years. And going back to Australia and seeing some of my friends and seeing what they're doing and they're they're working to live not vice versa yeah. it was an eye-opening moment like oh shit i'm fucking up i need mm-hmm. to get my shit together yeah that's good. And, well, and when i came back there was luckily like the week i came back there was an opportunity for me to get a five-month gig to kind of figure out the freelance stuff so yeah i took it so that's a good a, opportunity i feel like the I'm a university vibey person, so I feel like that's a good way. It was a good vibe, yeah. It felt like, right, yeah. This is a good way for you. Like you said before, you were like, it's a way to like, you get a couple of months to figure out what's next. Yep. And like, you're in a solid place and like, you're not unhappy. You're in a good space. Like, I feel like the universe always has plans for like, what's next. But reality is, is that we, I think in America, DC too, of course, but like in America, you were conditioned to like live these lives where like, you work to continue to grow in your career and to like build this status to make more money so you can buy more things and do more things. And it's like, 
when you really start to take stock of life and like what it's all about, it's not about that shit yet. Yes. Like I'm not, I'd be lying if I was like, I'm not into fashion. I love to shop. I love clothes. I love to travel. But reality is, is like, I work to do all those things. Yeah, not but at what cost? Exactly right. right. Yeah. Like, and like, so when I think about it, if I could get my debt down, I don't have a lot of debt and I could take a job where I don't make as much money or I work less. I would fucking do that. Cause yeah. like, even if I'm not traveling as much or traveling to as many exotic places, just to have that balance where like I can just actually enjoy my time and my life would be so much more, more worthwhile to me. Because if I die tomorrow, I don't care if people from my job show up and say like, he was so great to work with. That yeah, don't mean shit right, to me. Right. Exactly. Like, I want people. Yeah, to those show are all up. questions, right. That right. you have to ask yourself. I want people to show up to my funeral because like, what do you want to be? What's your person. legacy? Right. And I think about those things. I don't think about like, I, and I always tell people that because they're like, you know, I've, I've definitely gotten shit from friends <laughs> because I had a moment in time where I was job hopping a lot. And I think coming from, especially our age group, we grew up where our families were, or our parents, at least my perspective, boomers, would have jobs. And you work these jobs for 20 plus years. Like you say, you get a pension, you get this thing, blah, blah, blah. And I was one of the first of my friends to start job hopping. And my friends would always be like, oh my God, like you haven't been there that long yet. And I would just be like, but what's the problem? I'm not happy there. So why would I stay there any longer? Right. And I could do something else to make more money. They're like, yeah, but what about this? And what about the perception? And I'd be like, but I don't, that, that's not really where I'm, I'm not living in the perception space. I'm more living in the like, what's going to make me happy and what's really sustainable because I started recognizing that like, I just wasn't happy. And like, I knew what needed to change was like my work environment because I think you think that I make more money and I can do more and spend more. It makes a difference. No, if I'm there that much, like that's got to be balanced, right? No. Well, I mean, it's funny you say that. Cause I was like the, what I found out, like we talk about like, like the mobility and things like that, like sitting on the couch, not being able to go things. I was the same kind of way. I was like, man, when I can start walking back, okay, again, I'm doing everything that I want to do and not do. And it was funny. Like, even when I was like, had the thing I was able to do, some other projects, like I, I met some of my fashion heroes and sold some merchandise to them and got to do a pop-up shop. Which things also, like that. your fashion is dope. Thank it will you. be coming soon to IG. <laughs> We're going to post it because I'm getting some pieces this week. But, but go ahead. But no, but it was like, it was like kind of what you were saying. I was like, I, I adore work, but I was like, I this is not my only bag. Like, yes. I can't do the only thing because I said, actually, I said, I said, I find work right now more interesting because it's going to support the other stuff that I really want to do. And that's do. what it's about. And right. You like work it. to live. Yeah. You have to work to live. And right. that was what I forgot about in the yeah. last 10 years. Yeah. Cause I was just like, you know what I can. And then even in my other like things I do like, I'm like, well, I can afford to take risk or, or be like, F it. I don't need to do all that because I also have a job too. So exactly. it's kind of a weird, I, I, not weird, but I think it's kind of a, an interesting place to be it's a good until you balance, figure it right? out yeah right but it's but also like what a luxury i'll say at least for you two i haven't figured out what my like sweet spot is yet but like i admire you guys that you guys both have these things that you do outside of your day-to-day -day that like you guys are passionate about it's very inspiring it's very dope like i'm hoping to one day figure out what my exact passion is that like i can like throw myself into because i see you guys and it's again we talk about work and we we know we have to like work to live and blah 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 but like you guys have these creative outlets that I think are are so important and like really empowering for your lives that I'm like, it's so admirable. And I'm like, that shit is dope because you have this additional thing that like, if honestly one day you're like, fuck it, I don't want to do this nine to five anymore. You've created and developed this other skill that like, 
not only can bring you income, but also you enjoy. And that's really, I think, what the ultimate goal is. But we don't get sold in America this idea, really, of being... We say you can be who you want to be, but we mean that if you fall in line, right? We don't mean as if you want to strike out on your own. That's not really how we're taught. And maybe it's more so... And it's, I think it's more people of color thing. We're not really taught as people of color. You can just go strike out on your own and do whatever you want to do. But we're taught that, like... You get this job, you do this well, you advance, you can do this, then you can do this next. Versus like, hey, you want to be a creative person? Go be fucking creative and like create some shit. Mm -hmm. And I think it's amazing and dope. So I just want to like put that out there. I think you guys are doing some dope shit. I appreciate it. Appreciate that. And we're trying. We're trying. I think you need to. I mean, you got a lot of skills, man. You You got some fashion stuff. You got some socialites, early socialite skills. Nothing wrong with doing that shit. (laughs) <laughs> no no i think you no i think i honestly my goal for 2020 is to tap into like what i really want to do and like what my outside passion is and like n- my biggest thing is fear i'm very i i, well, and I wait, admit, like we all have that so i i just i i don't do stuff because i don't want to fail at stuff but reality is i'm not i'm failing at everything i don't fucking try so then there's that right yep. Hashtag dropping knowledge. There you go. My sister say the same thing. I, I have this big fear thing. I gotta. It's scary. It is, but it's like you know, what would be worse, going to a job and failing at a job for somebody else, or doing something for myself and like failing or being a success? I'd rather look back in twenty years and be like, yeah, you know, I tried to do that. At shit. least you tried. And it didn't work out. Versus yeah. like, I don't ever want to say I wish I would have done that thing. And that's yeah. how I've been trying to like. Yeah, no regrets. This or... year, I've been trying to be like intentional like i want to do shit that i want to do and not be like i wish i would have done that yeah thing. jump man i want to just fucking do it you have family here you have friends here you have a support system this is yeah, the time to do it absolutely system. yeah well we're gonna wrap it up but i'm gonna give you guys one last quote yes based on what we're talking about because it is a generational thing right like like you said boomers were they they did the same shit they were Day in, day out. They went yeah. to the factory, they went to the office, and they were working there for 20, 30 years. We're not doing that because we don't have that fear of shit going on around us. Mm-hmm. We have a very stable you know, environment. So one of my favorite authors in the whole wide world is Chuck Palahniuk. He wrote Fight Club. Okay. From Fight Club, the movie Fame. I thought you were going to quote Dr. Seuss, but I guess this will do. This is better. Ready? So this is what he says in his movie. This is from Fight Club. He says, we're the middle children of history. No purpose or place. We have no great war. No great depression. Our great wars, a spiritual war. Our great depression is our lives. We've all been raised on television to believe that one day we'd all be millionaires and movie gods and rock stars. But we won't. And we're slowly learning that fact. And we're very, very pissed off. That's oh, actually so really good. good. That's so good. That's we have no drama, no real drama. We right? don't. No, we have made up, made drama, up drama, right? Absolutely. And that's his whole point. So that's a scene from Fight Club in in the book when the, when they're like, he's like the guy's like, what am I doing with my life? Like mm-hmm. this is crazy. Like, yeah. That was my good. dad's like, go to school. So I went to school and I called my dad. Now what, dad? He's like, get married. So I got married. Now what, dad? Have kids. All right. I had kids. Now what, dad? He goes, that's it. There's nothing else. (laughs) Oh, yikes. (laughs) That was a good quote, dude. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, if you guys haven't read Fight Club or watched Fight Club, you guys should. It's a great, it was a big, I watched it 
in a very pivotal point in my life. Mm-hmm. Okay. When I was transitioning from being a computer science major, because that's what my parents wanted me to be. Really? To an art major, which is what I wanted to be. And this book was like, oh, I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do. Yeah. It's not about right. that. Right. Wow. I learn something new every day. Computer science major. Yeah, it sucked. Did it for like a semester, and I was like, "This blows." I didn't even know you can add. That's I can't cool. add. I'm the worst brown guy on the planet. <laughs> we like you, but we'll keep you. All right, so we're just getting back into it this week. Next week, we'll bring you some nice peep this dough moments. Yeah, we're just warming up, warming up our knees this week. Yeah. yeah, we're just getting warm. We're getting the band back together. We're stretching. We're doing our choreography, but we're back. And hopefully you guys enjoy this episode, and we'll see you guys next week. Allah. Keep peeping. Jet Black Ben, plenty of friends. And all the Philly steaks you can 